Hey, Tim, thanks for having me as part of your listeners' morning commute. Yeah, a day job, as we point out, at the Terry College of Business at the University of Georgia, as you point out, not connected to this. This is something you and others have been involved in for how long now? How long have you been working on this? Yeah, so the committee came together in late summer, and then we began listening to um, proposed transportation projects in the fall, uh, several nights a week, and presented the mayor and commission with a potential list of projects, and then they came up with um, the final list based on that in the spring. Yeah, I uh, got our $150 million of so, transportation projects. So I got that figure right, $150 million if approved by the voters. Yep. And if We should point this out, too, and you can, you can flesh this out for me. Uh, my taxes aren't going to go up. I suppose I could vote myself a tax cut, but I, I, my taxes aren't going to go up if, as expected, this thing passes. Tim, that's exactly right. This is not a new tax. It's a continuation of the existing T-SPLOS tax, so the sales tax rate would remain at 8%. Uh, 34, close to three dozen, 34 projects on the list here. Don't have time to hit every single one of them. Hit the highlights for me. What am I getting for $150 million and an extra penny on the dollar? All right. So when the committee looked at our final list, we saw a couple of big ideas. And um, one of those was work along the corridors. So that would be Atlanta Highway, West Broad Street, um, Lexington Avenue, Prince Avenue. Prince Avenue, and we really wanted to give special attention to those areas. And GDOT is certainly has noted that Atlanta Highway and West Broad Street is very hazardous for people walking and biking and driving. So we um, really wanted to give some emphasis to the corridors and leverage those federal and state dollars. But also, in particular, with this SPLOS, this transportation SPLOS, uh, we wanted to give attention to neighborhood asks. So you'll see a lot of projects in here from the North Athens area, and there's several in here um, from the East Athens neighborhood. And these are all small projects with a big impact. So these neighborhoods have been waiting for infrastructure for a long time, and the committee really wanted to give them those facilities that they have been asking for, like um, traffic calming, bus stops, and pavement maintenance. Yeah, one that so jumps out at me, uh, I'm looking at, uh, and this is in the grand scheme of things, not a huge thing, mm-hmm. although it, it, project number seven, to be precise, East Athens Lighting. They just, they're, they're just asking for some more lights over there and would be funded uh, with this extra penny on the dollar. Yes, that is correct, and that is just $38,000, and that just gets them some lighting where they want. And it's really important for them to be able to ask for those things and have those needs met. So that was um, very important. Yeah, and i got to, again, watch my language here. I keep saying extra penny on the dollar. As you point out, Lauren Blaze, mm-hmm. you just continue to pay what you're paying now. The the local sales tax rate would be at 8%. Again, if, if enough people voted no, they won't. But if they did, it uh, would drop to 7 Now The thing will probably pass and pass overwhelmingly. So what we're talking about here is what we get for all that. One of the things that, that bothers me and a lot of folks, frankly, uh, sidewalks, mm-hmm. the lack of sidewalk connectivity and the people who ride bikes, would say the oh, same yeah. thing that, that okay yeah bike paths are good where they are but there's sometimes sidewalks and bike paths to nowhere uh, what to do and does this latest effort address connectivity it does Tim in a couple of different ways like I already mentioned um, the money for the corridors along West Broad Street and Atlanta Highway um, but there are some neighborhood sidewalk programs and then there's a project in here submitted by the Athens and Motion Commission which um, helps to work on the bike and pedestrian master plan. It's a big list. There's 75 high-priority projects on there, and this T-SPLOS certainly won't remedy all of um, our connectivity issues, but it's, it's 
heading in that direction. And that's what we really need to do. And it's only a five-year T-SWAS, I will say that. Yeah, well, take us through uh, stock collections. Uh, you tell me, but I think, what, the first uh, January 1st of 2023, I say start collections, continue collections of the existing sales tax and take us through, what, the end of 27. Something like that. I believe that it will start um, early next year. And I will go ahead and say that our last T-SWAS, which is currently running, was so financially successful that we're having to end the program early because we are we have made so much money, even during the pandemic. And that is because the state closed a loophole on online sales. So it's always good to shop local, Tim, right? It's always good to shop where you are. But if you buy something from somewhere else online, Athens-Clark County and the state of Georgia gets to re, um, gets the benefit of those sales tax dollars now. So if we don't pass this T-slots, we're kind of leaving money on the table. Another one that jumps out at me here, and I'm looking at you have talked about some of the bigger things, and obviously people will focus on mm-hmm. those. Another one that I, I just noticed this, and again, there are 34 of these, Lauren Blaze. Uh, the one that I Project 24. Historic district street signage. Uh, we'd be paying for some new street signs to maintain existing street signs uh, in the historic parts of town. Um, yes, so that would be identifying historic neighborhoods, and that's just $95,000. And one of the things that um, the Historic Athens Committee wanted to emphasize is if you don't have a sense of place, then your, sense of, then your place is more likely to succumb to development. And so I know that they're working on um, signage for and designations for certain neighborhoods of um, like um, neighborhoods of color and whatnot. But there's also another signage um, project on here, and that's a traffic signage replacement program. And we're spending um, $750,000 there with this T-SPLOS to replace our outdated reflective signs that are no longer reflecting our lights anymore. So those are two great projects on here. A couple of process questions here, uh, specifically Project yeah. 33, Project 34, City of Winterville, Town of Bogart, uh, and again, athens Clark County, that kind of weird thing where you have a unified athens Clark County government, but separate cities uh, and uh, City of Winterville, a town of Bogart. Uh, all it tells me is that there are specific sub-projects selected and managed by the City of Winterville, selected and managed by the Town of Bogart. Unpack that for me. What are we talking about? Okay, yeah, so the Unified Government of Athens-Clark County gets together and ha- um, signs an intergovernmental agreement with Winterville and Bogart because they're supposed to get a portion of the sales tax dollars. It's a small amount. Winterville gets one point, less than $1.5 million. Bogart gets $344,000, and that's their money to do with um, as they see fit. But without that, we wouldn't be able to, without that intergovernmental agreement, we wouldn't be able to ask for a full 1% sales tax with this T-SPLOS. So that's a lot of governmental speak, but that's the gist of it, Tim. Again, Lauren Blaze with us, the Citizens Committee that's working now to get the word out on this transportation special purposes local option sales tax referendum. On your ballots, you're early voting for another 10 days and two weeks away from the May 24th election day here in Athens. Go back through the process here. We started talking about uh, the the citizens' input at the front end of this uh, and a long list of projects you whittled down to 34. What was that process like? Uh, And people always complain about a lack of input, a lack of transparency. From your perspective, what did you see? It was incredibly collaborative, Tim, and something I want to emphasize to your listeners is that if a project is, if a transportation project is on this list, even if it was submitted by residents, you can trust that it has been, it has passed legal and staff muster, technical muster, it is doable. So the committee um, reviewed, the committee listened to 87 potential transportation projects. Um, they were they were worth $694 million. 
and we had to whittle that down to um, a list of $150 million, which we ultimately did. And so we, um, every person who presented, every project had 10 minutes to present and 10 minutes of questions, and then the committee went back and forth and had a lot of discussion. And we um, came up with a list that we sent to the Mayor and Commission. They gave us feedback. And then we went through straw polling again, um, and the mayor and commission decided on the ultimate list. But in the um, in the end, what they came up with was very close to what the committee had. Um, so we are feeling great about what's on this transportation special purpose local option sales tax list. All right, and finally, let's go on this one. Less than a minute here. Uh, oversight after yeah. the fact. Let's just assume, and as we probably assume correctly, that this passes. What about oversight on each of these projects? What happens there? Yes, so there's an oversight committee that meets after um, if the TSPOS passes. So anytime um, a project comes up, like we're ready to get the ball rolling on it, um, there will be a meeting. And I'm still on the previous SPLOS um, oversight committee. So, you know, that SPLOS passed in 2018, and I'm still going to meetings about those projects because those projects are still under construction, still ongoing. And um, that committee will basically make sure that we are doing what we told the voters we said we would do. All right, Lauren Blaze, again, the Citizens Advisory Committee, the Citizens Committee that is looking at this T-SPLOS to help put it together and talking about it now as we continue to vote with early voting and the election day itself on May 24th. Lauren Blaze, thanks for your time this morning. Yeah, thanks a lot, Tim.